Welcome to the Thanksgiving episode of Opinions and Beer. We are your hosts, I'm Adam. I'm Tyler. And I'm Keenan. And I'm Wes. I'm Josh. And I'm Ronyoy. Oh my god, we got a full house today for Thanksgiving. Today we are trying the Mike Grizzly Hibernation Session Porter. This beer comes in at 4.2% alcohol by volume, brewed by Opinions and Beer in collaboration with the Sudisk Wrestling Federation. Look at that picture of Mike Grizzly. Bearing it up, Grizzly Bear. Look at that, Mike Grizzly. Bearing it up. I like the way you put that. We all know how bears just be bearing it up sometimes. (laughs) Have you noticed that the the bottle cap has the America flag? Because America. 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 That way you know it's legit. Some prep for this. (laughs) So, good old-fashioned America beer. So, so we needed... So it tastes like Bud Light. We needed to drink this beer for Thanksgiving episode because, obviously, after this episode, we are ending the 12 stouts of Christmas season. The 12 Ooh. stouts of Christmas. And so, uh, and technically, you know, all stouts are porters, but not all porters are stouts. Is that the hmm. And so, so this couldn't be included. I wanted to include this in the 12 stouts. So this is technically one week early. Uh, th- this beer is a week earlier than we should be drinking it, probably. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, oh. oh. That, that's <laughs> so I'm, if it sucks, Adam's excuse is that no, we're no, drinking no. it no, actually, actually, I have another excuse, too. <laughs> so, oh, you just come prepared. Yeah, no, because I'm thinking about it. Because I knew. Because I knew. It, did y'all did y'all watch me brew this beer? No. Okay. Well, if you watched me brew this beer, you would have seen that there was a lot of issues. It's like that you actually watched my videos. God. You would have seen there was a lot of issues when brewing this beer. Uh, I couldn't find my uh, my thing that stopped grain from getting into the um, oh, the motor. Okay. Mm. Okay. And so I could not circulate the beer, which means I did not get enough sugar out of the beer. Which means this beer is at 4%. It should be 6%. But because I couldn't circulate the beer over the grain and get more and wash more sugar and flavor out of the grain, we're going to get whatever we were able to get. <laughs> you know, there's some beer guy out there who's like real seasoned at making beer who's just shaking his head at Adam right I now. Know. He's just like, <laughs> you lost your piece. You couldn't <laughs> so cycle the beer. What's wrong with you? Now, if anything, we'll be. We're going to be able to taste what the beer tastes like. It just might not have the cut. <laughs> We're going to be able to taste what the beer tastes you, you should be happy the beers came out perfect because all we can say about Mr. Grizzlies over here is we're going to taste what the, the beer can taste. taste what it tastes well, like. Not only have we given up on the beer already, we have given up no. ourselves. I'm, so, I'm saying, I'm saying, so what, so why is it, why am I saying it's a week early? What will be, what might be missing? Uh, age. More, uh, flavor. Age. Carbonation? The, the carbonation. The head. The Woo! head. So the head might be missing. Oh, That's man. what my, okay. It's going to be a flat. So flat. That, that's, 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 that's the downside that might be happening in a minute. But we will taste the uh, the flavor of what it's going to taste like. Just think about it like that. Oh, when this is properly carbonated, we can. Well, Mark Grizzly doesn't look flat. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. I know. I'm, I'm sorry, saying. guys. You're just like. <laughs> well, now the entire is. Go drink a so. flat coke and right. imagine right. it when it's carbonated. So that's why I, look, this, look, this has. Even though this is a yeah, bigger bottle, this has extra. You can imagine the carbonation. So this has extra um, <laughs> uh, carbonation sugar in it. So this yeah. has essence of so beer. Hopefully, so that's why I grabbed both. If this isn't carbonated, hopefully this one's carbonated. But we're gonna try both. We're gonna we're drink try, both. We're here. gonna try both. Try both. Here. So, so is that why it has the American flag on it to make up for the lack of stars on the review we're gonna get? <laughs> yes, because right. America. It already gets. Yeah. It already gets a shitload of stars right. on the bottom. Yeah. Everybody, cross your fingers. Let's, let's hear that. Let's hear that. It was a tiny one. It was a tiny. So, so there might be a little bit. Okay. Beautiful. Give it a high pour. Give it. A t- Oh no. Oh. Oh no. Oh no. No fun. Oh. Oh, it looks like. Well, it just. I mean. We got a motor oil plug going eh. in there. That's probably why I explained look, what look. you said about the motor problem. So, That's why I said give it a look, high look, look. There, There is some fizz, though. I, I mean, see yeah, the car- but. 
So there is car, there is fizz right there. My mine was my my pours flat, so that's weird. Well, we need to already Here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you some bottle. bottle. All right. Wait, wait. Yeah, open the next bottle. Okay. Wait, wait. Wait. Let's hear. Wait for it. That was it. This one's the good bottle. Beautiful. Beautiful. I'm, I'm chugging this, and it's like, all right, now give me some of the good bottle. I pour it. Yeah. That's look, that, this now, one's now good. that looks better. Oh, come yeah, on. That, look, that, that looks better. I right, got the so, shitty wait, 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 so we're going to do our best. Uh, so we're gonna get, uh, I want so right. everyone share this bottle better. Yeah. <laughs> but, look, uh, we did what we can with this little thing, okay? All right. Everybody got some like, like I said, well, I had to pour a giant bit. I tried to make mine foam up. Let's do a smell Yeah, pour a that's good. So some inter- look at how good this one. Yeah, this, look at this. Ooh, this, this, this one's good. This one's good. Okay, so I did something interesting with this beer because I knew the malt was gonna what didn't wash out well. It smells yeah. like coffee. No, no. So I grew the yeast. You're supposed to grow the yeast in either like sugar water or a. Uh, you're supposed to grab some malt and make like a small, very small mash and mm-hmm. grow the yeast in that. I grew this yeast in coffee. Oh, fuck yeah. I grew the yeast in coffee. So I guessed it before you told it. It smells like coffee. So, and and that's a very rare thing for a brewer to do. It's a very experimental thing for a brewer to do. No one does that. And so I grew the yeast in coffee and brown sugar. And so... I expected it to smell like coal miner's sweat, but the smell is given off of a a barista. (laughs) Like, I feel like I walk into a Starbucks and, like, the energy, like, you know what? Like, it says Starbucks. (laughs) You can get a latte or a hibernation porter. So can everyone smell the coffee in this beer? Yes. Yes, yes. definitely. Because I, 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 I use so much. I use coffee malt. He tried really hard. He wanted the coffee to be <laughs> in there. No, I, I use coffee malt. We use black patent that has like a roasty coffee notes. And then I grew the yeast. He's like, I <laughs> use three coffee things to make this taste like coffee. Come just, on, guys. Help me out here. <laughs> I'm just trying to say. Just yeast. because you're disappointed does not mean you can't be excited to. Right, like just, just for the. Cool. You pumped a full of coffee and named it hibernation. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, like you're just saying, like like waking up, like you wake up in your cave and you want some coffee. Yeah. We're like, oh, sure. hibernation. Post hibernation. Yeah. All right, we taking we taking the you, sip. You want to take a sip, guys? Taking the sip of this. Let's take a sip. Oh, we're jeersing. Everybody's jeersing. <laughs> There's so many of us, it's like a struggle for us all to cheers. I would have been good if it was Ooh. carbonated. Look, this one's his. Well, is obviously, this is carbonated. This is good. Yes, it does taste that like was water. It's like carbonated coffee. Oh my god. Coffee! That was water. I was, little fine bubbles. I was expecting like major major disappointment Pour just off of that, of that like whole 10 minute conversation yeah. but this actually I gotta compare tastes like a standard like light IPA and I'm not disappointed in it the one I just had like that it was literally like have you, have you ever like pour yourself a cup of coffee drink about half of it and then you forget that motherfucker and you come back to it like an hour later and it's stone cold, cold and you're like fuck it and you, you force it down anyways that that's what that was. <laughs> yeah. Well, try your, like try foam. your foamy one. <laughs> Can't see the ball. It's like coffee beer now. <laughs> <laughs> Proper. Oh man. So the big one is good. There you go. Yeah. I, I, that, I, that, that, that that's why good. I grabbed one yes. of each because. I had a feeling that the... Um, you kind of look at the middle of that, too, when he poured it. You can taste yeah. the lightness in it, like, uh, but it's also very stout, so, like... It's, stout, probably, it's only stout coffee. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. like a real stout coffee. What it tastes like is like, oh, this beer's going to kick my ass. But it no, the, no, the, the, I got a lot of flavor into this beer. It's just like I didn't get a lot... I didn't wash a lot of the sugar out that yeah. the yeast could feed on. That helps. It, 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 it's like... I like my coffee with the tiny... I don't like places like Starbucks and shit. I like black coffee with just a tiny bit of sugar in it. Yeah. yeah. I love fucking Waffle House coffee. Yeah, that's what I was like. Uh, going into Waffle House and just... That has, you know... A little sugar on the black coffee. A little less than what I'd prefer when it you know comes to like... If, like Literally, that's about how sweet I drink my black coffee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You guys know this is... If Waffle House sold beer... This is the beer that I would expect to be walking into Waffle House at yeah. 2 o'clock in the morning right. tasting. It does sound like Waffle House coffee, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I, my 
Grizzly's Waffle House. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to Mike Grizzly's. Hold up, though. Isn't Waffle House like the taste of like uh, the southern? Or, like, it, they don't, is. it is. It is. It is. They don't have Waffle I mean, Houses Col- anywhere it's a, it's else. Southern I mean, Colt Ford yeah. literally has songs about Waffle House. Like most fucking southern. That way you yeah. know it's legit. Do they have all the rap? Wait. All the rap southern people. Do they have Waffle Houses up north? My, huh? No. There's Waffle Houses everywhere. Really? Yeah. I yeah. thought I thought that like once you got uh, north enough, it just started being like Denny's. They're probably shitty up there. No, it's, it just became like Denny's. Yeah, and yeah. Southern Havana. Is it are, North yeah. Huddle House? Huh? Is North Huddle House? I don't fucking know, bro. That's what I'm asking. Um, <laughs> I don't know about franchise. It started in Georgia. <laughs> all I know, how, is, all I know is, is I think I think Waffle House is America. Like go to go to Georgia, Alabama. Go to Georgia and then. Draw a line from Georgia to the other side of the map, and it's that south. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't drink a six pack of this, but if this was available at like a convenience store for ninety nine cents, I put this on the same grade as like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it, I'll drink it old English. Ninety nine yeah, cents, yeah. You know. bro. This would be like three ninety nine for this bottle. Mm. Yo, but see, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I want like if I, if I wanted a tall ass beer and I had to choose between old English steel. Reserve and this, I'd probably be getting this. Wow, that yeah. doesn't say shit for this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, so like, look. I'm, I'm gonna let you know, like, on what tier I. Oh, look what I said. Look, Georgia, and then you go. Uh, he looked it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, literally, like from like Georgia, like a little like what is that? Is that Pennsylvania? Yeah. So, yeah. So from from Pennsylvania down, and like at an angle at that, there are Waffle Houses everywhere up further north. No Waffle Houses. Oh, wow. They got Diddy's. They got Diddy's. They got IHOPs. Oh, that was a disappointment. Look, I want one beer yeah. scattered, smothered, covered, and chunked. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. They, didn't, didn't one of the Waffle Houses start trying that? Or no? That's what, a Taco Bell. A Taco Bell was like, oh, they're going to sell dude. margaritas and stuff. Okay. Mm. Up to a certain time. Man. But, but isn't that like an Oregon... What Taco Bell? <laughs> We're doing Taco Pizza, Bell. What are you pizza dissing on Oregon for? I'm not. I'm just <laughs> saying. Pizza Hut and Biter uh, talked about selling beer at their location. And here in Biter. And all I could think about is like how fucked up that would be if you could like get beer to go. Like get beer with your delivery and shit. Houston mm. already does it? I, but Houston we, isn't Biter. Yeah, that's what no, I was about Biter to say. would implode. I saw, a <laughs> post, I saw a post online the other day that was like... Uh, uh, in, in bigger cities, apparently there's a clause in like the uh, Burger like not the Burger King, like the delivery places. Yeah. That like 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 you could call a Domino's and be like, Hey, I want to order a pizza. Oh, and by the way, I'm like super drunk and I can't drive. Can you also pick me up like a six pack of pack no, of smokes? I, I did that here. I used to work at the Domino's here, and it's like I'm not gonna lie. Like if you give me an extra ten dollars, I'll go fucking grocery shopping for you. And like, I, like, and I, oh, yeah. I've made so many beer runs yeah. like, and come out profitable. I don't care, and they even drank a beer with me. Yeah, right on. Tell me what? What's the downside? What am I gonna do? Go no. Right. Take the pizza. I've got work to go. Do. Yeah, yeah. Man. So yeah, this is a. Uh, Simple beer, simple good. Mike Grizzly, do you do you at least do you like the Grizzly Porter? I mean, if I was to do like a, a the the do the whole ten do, I'd probably give it eight point five. Eight point five, my about eight point five. My God, you give your own beer an eight point five. <laughs> I give my own beer ten out of ten because fuck people and my name's <laughs> on it. My name's on it. Yeah, I don't even remember yeah. when I gave mine. Yeah, if, if it wasn't a ten, I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> it was a nine and a half and something. No. With, some, with some creamer and Kahlua, I give this a ten. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's creamer and Kahlua. I was, I was, I was literally gonna say if you gave me extra stuff to like doctor it up, I would, I would easily give it a high rating. But I was expecting like a three. But once it, it came across my lips, I'm like, wow, we're in the high sevens, eights. Yeah. You know? I wonder what like a pure black coffee drinker would. Be. I, I I give you, I give your beer the Mike Grizzly Hibernation Season Porter. Yeah. 
Well, session. It's supposed session, to be session. Session? Oh, yeah, okay. The session. bottle was turned away from so <laughs> it's a, Anything under 5% is considered a session, and uh, I wanted to make sure that it was... So it's a session porter hibernate, post-hibernation. Yeah. You, should, you should go with the Sharpie and put post over all <laughs> yeah. hibernations. Right. Post-hibernations for your post-hibernation <laughs> cup of coffee. Um, I give you a 7.5. Okay. I like black coffee, and um, this isn't like chokingly disgusting the way most of these stouts are going to be this Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I give a 7.5. If it was a little sweeter, I would definitely, I would definitely give you like an 8 or a 9. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, let's see. Yeah, like maybe some... I wonder if you put like Irish cream on there or whatever. No, like her Kahlua and creamer idea. Her Kahlua and creamer idea. Yeah. This would make like, yeah. Put like a Bailey on there or something. Oh, like a, like a car, like Irish car bomb with Baileys in this? Yeah. Yes, that's what... Straight up. You know, I I, I, for uh, for St. Patty's Day, I've been thinking about doing like an Irish car bomb red ale. Like, uh, like, oh, bro, don't threaten me with a good time. I thought about yeah. doing like an Irish car bomb red ale. I thought that'd be really good. Yeah, no I, dude, I ain't had a good red ale in years, man. But uh, since George Killian's Irish red, man, I am thankful for you guys being here. It's <laughs> Thanksgiving ever. Oh, hey. I, you know, it, it's so crazy that uh, we're all sitting here, and uh, I know this is going to sound like me talking in a podcast speech, but I just, I've just i been thinking about it for uh, the last month. Like, I'm I'm really happy that I'm looking at Abel, and he hasn't hung out with us. Oh, and, I know. The Abel's back. Abel. I'm just saying. Like, I'm just saying. Yeah, it's like, crazy times, man. Like, yeah. I hardly come out of my house. I'm glad I did. Friends are, are extremely important, you know? Like, it's, it's very important to have time. friends. It's important. Is that funny? Didn't you say something about that fall? Ghost, 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 ghost. Is that you that said something about that fall? I was like, yeah, make sure that doesn't fall, by the way, earlier. And you were like, yeah, it's not. It's good. Goodbye, fancy glasses. Is that one of your wedding glasses? It was. Do you have, you have more? That's a sign. I think so. Oh, oh never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I think that Shut up. But, uh, <laughs> quickly just became your divorce glut. Oh, <laughs> my God. Over hey, a glass. I, Man, I, I, have I, an idea. I was going to say no. <laughs> I have an idea for this uh, Thanksgiving special hop out. We go around the table and say, well, we're personally thankful for it. Oh, God. What are you thankful for, Adam? I just said I'm okay. thankful for you guys, for y'all friends. But I always Wait, your turn. I'm, no, I'm, I'm thankful that... Um, as a uh, as a apparently a divisive person that I constantly have friends that are able to put up my shit and do my wrestling and Amen. do my stuff. Like, without without you guys, I'd be a failure. <laughs> Mostly thankful for my family and my friends, you know, moving forward. Yeah. Uh, like me, I'm personally thankful for, like, it's kind of like what you said. I'm just, just thankful to, like, kind of be able to be here, like in my own skin, and not have to pretend to be anybody else. Right. That's, that's I, a judgment-free zone because I like that's very valuable these days. Because everybody that I'm, I'm like, no, I have the most testosterone. <laughs> no, <laughs> I am the most okay, okay, bro. Like I just, where's your bathroom? That's, that's you all can have it, bro. Take take the testosterone. Okay. Take all the testosterone. <laughs> I'm just glad that everybody here is like, yeah, you know what? Uh, I'm fucking wrong. Next subject. Like, that's just humble people. I like that. I, I, I can grow with that kind of you know, energy. In the well, I'm often wrong, so, you know. There you go. <laughs> oh, Keep, uh, Ron, go ahead. Um... I don't, I don't know, you know, all the things, all those things. <laughs> the things. Yeah. I know. It all went, damn it, Abel. <laughs> this isn't socially awkward. No. Two words, control C and control V. Haven't you ever seen movies like this, that, that this scene always is awkward? Yeah. Movie. Well, how about, how about Keenan? He's next in line. Keenan, are you? Yeah. I, I'm grateful for uh, the things you're often grateful for, like uh, being alive, you know, and just every yeah. day is a blessing and all that, my friends and family. Uh, I'm, I'm absolutely grateful to have, like, amazing friends. Just I've seen so many people with, like, so many different circles of friends, and their circle of friends is just, they're just shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, bro, like, you don't even know what having real friends is like. Man, you yeah. should see, like, my circle. 
And the, the thing I like is how like you could be awkward in this group of people, and guess what? The conversation's not over. Yeah, that's like, yeah. and that right. just means a lot to me. It's like cool. Like I don't have to worry about looking like a jackass because we're all jackasses. <laughs> Sweet, yeah. I'm not the only one. Yeah, we're Man. never we're never alone. You know, when it comes to being together. Bro. <laughs> God damn it, Mike Road, do you have, do you have something you're thankful for? Oh boy, <laughs> let's hear it. Um, it can't be dark or cynical. I think <laughs> oh, no. I'm thankful for Diet Coke. Okay. <laughs> I'm um I'm thankful for cocaine. And weed um, and cigarettes. It's weed and cigarettes. It's a really it's a really good thing. Um I'm thankful for um apparently in the uh the, the scale of penises, I'm quite average, so I'm thankful for that. Um I'm uh I'm thankful for air conditioning and heaters. Um, yes. Plumbing, indoor um, plumbing, indoor plumbing. Got, got it. I'm also <laughs> thankful for things like V8 juice. Yes. Have, <laughs> have a V8. You can mix V8 with vodka, and uh, you when you do that with pickle juice, it's like a uh, redneck Bloody Mary. So I'm thankful for redneck Bloody Marys. <laughs> I'm thankful yeah. for everybody who wasn't born me, so I could be me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thankful for uh, allowing people to hang out with me. I'm I'm I am uh, I hope that everybody that I went to high school with is thankful that I didn't make my high school quote. It's not enough that I should succeed; other people have to fail. <laughs> I guess to uh, to mirror uh, last episode, I do have a uh, a career announcement about my job. What? Got another job. Job. I uh, I have I I just recently got a sideways promotion. I call it a sideways promotion because I didn't get any extra money. But apparently, it, they told me it was going to be an easier job, right? Mm-hmm. This is the easiest job I've ever had in my goddamn life. Yay! <laughs> that is, now look. That is an you ever Anybody here ever watch Parks and Recreations? Yeah. I agree with Ron Swanson when he says, I hate work. And I will work all night to help somebody get nothing done. Yeah, as long as it made mm. nothing got no. done, I will work day and night. I, like, <laughs> yeah. I love it whenever Ron Swanson literally says anything. Like, fuck, like, and it's the truth. Dude, he is the best character like, ever. Dude. I, I went from working uh, 16 pallets, 16 to 20 pallets a day, to uh, staring at my phone. <laughs> so, and so I stare at my phone now. So you pretty much got a gravy I job. Like I, 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 I stare at my phone for uh, 10 hours. And then I go home. I did that one time at a plant. It was called Firewatch, and all that oh, means really? is that like you sit on your phone, right? That's yeah. all that job really means. Like, well, I mean, uh, I gotta like. They watch. say you're like watching for fires, but everything's on I fire out much. there. It's so just ordering, it's just you still have to go to location. Uh, location. Yeah. So I, you I go drive. There, look at your phone. Go to so I drive. I drive to 16 places a day. Yeah. I go in there. I look at my phone. Mm-hmm. I make their order, and then you leave. And then I leave. And I don't have to work nothing. They said. They, when they told me the job, that you have to, you kind of like they made me feel coolers. You don't have to do nothing because the truck people that deliver it, they're actually the ones. They have like extra people on hands that deliver these small stores and, and gas stations. They're the ones that work it. I literally do not have to do anything. I mean, I do because I have like extra time. I'm sitting there like you're in a store for like ten minutes. Like okay, I'll fill this up. You know, I like, help to help get this out. But you don't have to do nothing. You just walk in, make the order, to leave. It's like holy shit. Do, oh they, man, Adam! It sounds like you're over. one needle over from like joining the dark side, just thinking like me. Like, no, I don't have to do anything. <laughs> so you guys fill the damn case to suck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they, but like uh, my boss did say, like the you know you don't have to, but like the best thing to do is probably to get those truck guys on your side because the worst thing to do is have those guys turn on you because now they're like you're because yeah. even even I seen one guy like shopping at a Dollar General and he's all like. Yeah, this one chick, and there he was just bitching. Like she just fucking like sees us and she turns and runs away. <laughs> Fuck that bitch. We ain't doing shit for her. It's like, oh my god, yeah. Jesus. Like, so make 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 the workers happy, and then you're happy. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that. Like that. But uh, so yeah. So and I I think it was like two weeks ago or two podcasts ago. I mentioned that I'd be being switched over, and so uh, and I was like, man, I don't know how this is gonna be, but it's fucking. A cakewalk, except for the fact mm. sometimes you gotta walk into places and they're obviously fronts for game rooms and they don't actually want to order. They're just gonna like fuck you around and stuff. Oh, we'll call you later, yeah. and they never call you. It's like oh, okay, this is weird because it's a legal place and they just mm. have a fake store nice. yeah. <laughs> to pretend that they have yeah. a fake store. They have cokes from like seven months ago. Yes, yeah. they, dude. They sent me so uh, I'm inviter now. 
uh, for three days. Oh, uh, a lot of them game stores here. <laughs> no, I'm invited for three days and Beaumont two days. They sent me to, uh, there's a store when coming back from uh, um, Way North Vider. Mm-hmm. What, what, I don't get, there's like a, there's like, a, there's a real store, but you come back, there's like a long store and you go in, the whole, f- the fucking place is like empty. There's like one, there's one guy walking around and then there's coolers and they're obviously filled. Like no one's buying these fucking things, but they're, mm-hmm. they're filled. There's nothing in the store. It's just an open space. I'm like, what the fuck is this place? He's like, um, uh, I think he wants an order. How much is this stuff? And I have to look up these prices for him. He's like, he's just bullshitting me because he's bored. He's walking around a fucking empty store. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, and I tell him, oh yeah, I think he wants to make an order. Well, we'll text you. Give me your number. And then, nothing. And I'm like, and I, I look at them, they, they, they leave notes and they haven't ordered in fucking months. And I'm like, oh yeah, this oh, is a, wow. oh yeah, I forgot, this is a game room. <laughs> this is like an illegal, this is a front, this is a legal place that people come and gamble. <laughs> and so it's just like a fake shit. <laughs> and so, uh, and so that's, wow. that's interesting. I mean, they're always Good doing- job, Adam. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure somebody listening in was like, man, I just wish he had the address, right? fucking <laughs> <laughs> know to never go there. Well, they obviously been op- they've been a gamer for a while. I think they're like right outside the city limits, so like they need like a uh, like an official warrant and like proof or something. Mm. And there's, I, don't, I don't think there's any. Sir, proof. the proof is in the machine. <laughs> it's in the machine. Well, it's cut off. I think it's cut off. I think I think there's like a like a door. <laughs> In the main building and the, the the rest of the game room building is all like taped off and stuff, mm. and so it's like, that sounds legal. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so you can't like see into there or nothing. And then like there's like a secret entrance. Man, this sounds like if just like anybody walked in there and just said the word probable cause. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. Anyways, anyway. you have to have official warrant out here outside of city limits. Yeah, I have probable cause, buddy. <laughs> but it's just cool. I'm now off. Uh, I have a regular schedule now. I'm off Saturday, Sunday. I finally got to a world where I have a regular schedule like everybody else should have and have weekends off. I have the same schedule Saturday and Sunday. Like, uh, who, who, who invented that again? Who, who did I say invented that? Uh, Ford. Yeah, Ford. Ford, mm. yeah. Ford invented that. Tomorrow, I get to face the repercussions of telling my boss to suck my left nut. Oh, God. Oh. Like, so dude. what? You're getting your last paycheck? There's, like, no repercussions. No. Well, like, the thing is about my job is, like, I'm a union iron worker. So, like, I, like, if if it doesn't work out, like, I could just go somewhere else. But I've been, like, I'm kind of embedded where I am. And me and my boss haven't been getting along, my foreman. And we've just been kind of... Like, it's been escalating to a point. It's, like, getting my face and, and everything. It's like, hey, he went and, like, uh, he just double-checks everything that I do. And on my way out the gate, I was like, hey, bro, suck my left nut. It's Friday. And I just walked away from it. <laughs> I didn't, like, look back. I didn't. I, I just kept going. I just kept going. So yeah. I'm just waiting on him to, like, tack. Hi, remember when you said suck my left nut? <laughs> I, well, I need to talk to you. I would fucking stand up and slow clap for you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to deal with that. Um, well, don't wish well, me luck. I'd like, well, um, remind him of this. Like, the, like, like the, one of the reasons why I couldn't work at the plants for very long or like in a refinery or anything is because I had to constantly explain to people that their job was not magic. Yeah. That it doesn't take anything more than a well-trained monkey to turn a fucking wrench. And it doesn't take anything more than a well-trained monkey to push a fucking button. Right. So so maybe yeah. get off your fucking, like you were saying earlier, maybe get on your fu- off your fucking extra testosterone powder. <laughs> Quit taking so much fucking creatine. Yeah. And remember that nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed, but I have a salt light sticker on the back of my truck. I'm the most qualified redneck here. Okay? <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Dude, that's what that sticker means, the, damn it. Well, like, no, he's, he's, there is a, you have no idea, there is a sticker culture yeah. amongst the plant workers. And I if know. you are a boiler maker, there is <laughs> one very important sticker that they all have, and they all brag about it. They're like, look at that right there. Let me take my hard hat off, which is OSHA unapproved, but I'm going to take it off to show you that right here on the back, intermediate of all these thousands of other stickers, there's one sticker that I have left free. And it says, you can't be a pussy and a boilermaker at the same time. And I wear that on my head every day. <laughs> everybody knows. Like, I, I don't, 
<laughs> like a fucking Boilermaker with this sticker is a fucking pussy. <laughs> like, he's a loser. It's oh impossible. God. He has the sticker. They yeah. only hand them out to officials. He has yeah. the sticker. You have to get it from the boss. <laughs> it, it, it's like from A Million Ways to Die the West. Boy, take your hard hat off. He has the sticker. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what's another? You know the only good thing about the Salt Life guys is even though it's like 100% illegal and they could get banned from the plants for life, you walk out at the end of the day and one of them is like, "You want a beer?" My favorite thing, the favorite way I've ever lost my job in the plants is they had the big fat 300 pound safety guy with the button like that's like barely holding. (laughs) But if you're just here to get a paycheck. You can go ahead and hit that gate. And I interrupted him, and I was like, which way is the gate? Because I'm not here for anybody else except for my family. Like, yeah. Let's go. Right now. Like, like who the fuck's there is like, no, I'm, I'm here because my mother told me whenever I was a baby, it was prophesized that I was going to be a bowler maker that was going to make someone else very rich. <laughs> God damn it, that's what I'm here to do. <laughs> My single wide trailer and Ford F-150 says so. <laughs> That's the bottom so line. As written, so he shall be. Whenever my dad told, brought me to the plant for the first time, I was like, oh my god, I've never seen so many Ford F-150s, fucking yeah. Chevy Tahoes I'm and Rams. Almost, I'm, I'm like, almost caught up on child support. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost caught up. I'm in there trying to turn a wrench and a guy walks up and shows me a picture of a truck with like a 20-foot lift kit on it. He's like, just got it last week. Damn. Your priorities, man. You'll have one person having an existential crisis is like, I spent so much time at work, my wife does nothing but cheat on me. And then, like, I'm talking in every fucking crew. There's that one guy that'll be like, Bert, yep, you'll have that on them big jobs. And turn around like, that is your idea of moral support? No, you know their idea because you've worked there. Eventually, that guy does get divorced. And then they walk up to all of you and hand you a three-fold pamphlet that says what to do when a fellow employee gets a divorce. And what it all generally amounts to is like, don't talk about your marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You'll have that on them big jobs. Oh, Keenan. Yes. We mentioned this earlier, but we didn't mention it on the podcast, so we're gonna bring it on the podcast to have a fun conversation about it. Okay. King Violent. Yes. We're talking about wrestling now, I guess. I I, I figure. Which is why we dress you as King Violent. Yes. Did you see the video? Yeah, no. Did you see the SSW video? No. Oh yeah, the 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 the, the this is SSW. The this so Von Crow. Of course I don't watch SSW. Von, <laughs> Von Crow and I think that it'd be fun to do a what is sadistic because they did a what is SSW and video. they and they kind of took a shot it, at, at a conversation that we had with them about how uh, nothing else exists when you come to SSW. You're you know you're not anyone else or some shit. When like you're that. here, you're SSW and nothing else. So, in my in my thankful yes. in my thankful mood, where I feel thankful to things oh. like cocaine and diet, and coke, they brought up like we get along with some people, not other people, because because we don't get along with some uh, some people because they're talking about us. Yeah, because because you're <laughs> only you're only SSW. We only exist. Or some shit like we what the fuck? Too. That's I'm like fucking. Sounds like a fifth grader writing a note. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thankful. You, you want to join my gang, company, man? I'm thankful that our wrestling company isn't a wrestling concentration camp. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, wrestling Hitler, and you wrestling Nazis. <laughs> This ring they got, they got SS. Switch. You come here. Your they character. have SS in their title. They're fucking Nazis, bro. Oh my god. Hey, they do have SS in their title. Yeah, they're fucking they're Nazi, Nazi wrestling. Goddamn Nazi wrestling. I bet their beer doesn't have an American flag on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, they're too lame to create their own beer. In our company, your character comes to die. Yeah. <laughs> and then we give you, we assign you your your your, your, your own yes. character. We gassed the, the we gassed the competition. As a uh, 
as a guy who plays Ooh. a lot of D and D, it seems like there's a there's no such thing as a tavern that exists with enough corners for all of these guys to sit in. <laughs> It'd have to be a five sided, six sided, twelve sided tavern to have enough dark corners for these guys. To sit in. Whenever they just start talking shit, all you gotta do is like, "Hey man, how about you bust an Anne Frank and shut the fuck up?" Bust an Anne Frank. Oh, Kanan, do you think we're gonna do this live show in December? Yes. Do you think, man? With all this shit talk about this SSW, we're gonna have to pull a Helen Keller and hide in a fucking closet. Oh, oh, fuck! fuck. Wait, that's not Anne Frank. That's Anne Frank. Anne Frank. Oh, that was that was a reference in a reference. That's very meta. I'm glad you guys got that. That's why I'm thankful for Coke. We broke the fourth wall. We broke the fifth wall. We're already breaking the fourth wall. You guys, Kevin Feige built these walls. Okay, so. Anyways, so I guess uh, I guess that's the end for wrestling. Any, any comments on wrestling stuff? Anyone got anything that you want to say? Before I'm gonna kick your on? ass, brother. Move on to serious weird. Oh stuff. yeah, here's something in the vein of wrestling. Keenan, you like D and D, right? I do. We have a we have an idea. Me and Brennan have. Yeah. We're uh, Brennan. Brennan is uh, making D and D characters that are wrestling themed because of the character that I made, who is a half bard. Ha- uh, he was a half orc monk bard level uh, level four two monk two bard. Um, he's Macho Man. Yeah. He can use his promos, a.k.a., um, what's it called? Fucking, um, Vicious Mockery, to literally hurt people with his words. Uh, Brendan's thinking about rolling four other characters in a similar vein. Like Stone Cold? Yeah, like Stone Cold. On the show, we should have this game with Brendan as the DM. Yeah, yeah. Ric Flair's woo has a constant of five before you even roll. Woo! If you guys agree, we're going to get started on this. And uh, the fans at home can know that... can be a barbarian. (laughs) The fans at home can know that uh, coming soon will be an Opinions and Beer D&D campaign. We can kick it off in January, like right... Right after the 12 Pods. The 12 Stouts Christmas Ends, we're going to kick off... And like the whole... like streaming your D and D campaign, that shit's kind of trending right now, <laughs> or it was. Trends go fast; they may not be trending. Right now. <laughs> no, I think Matt Mercer's still getting his dick jerked off by everybody. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, Vox Machina uh, season two comes out in January. Well, if Dude, so- it, 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 that, that shit will start trending again in January. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Adam. What other conversations? I guess. I guess. I guess we gotta have this conversation. I don't know. Uh, it might be weird. It's, it's very serious. We're having a fun time, but um, it's dark, bro. I, I, I it is dark. Um, man, like, so here. Okay, here, here's what. Here's what's bringing up this conversation. Yeah, you get to start it. Here's what. Here's what's bringing this up for me. Um, oh, when do you know to reach out to your friends? Exactly. Man, that's like a question. Green Ranger. Yes. Oh, the Fields. Oh, yeah, Green Ranger, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I heard no. about that, too. But no, we're talking about someone. No, but no. No, but, that, but that's but just also like, the Green Ranger. Just people are dying, bro. No, but that's over the place. So, I always see. Mm. I, so, here's here's a comment I always see. The Green Ranger some, kill himself? Yes. What? Mm-hmm. Yes. So. Yeah. What? Uh, yes. He lived an amazing life. That's so, so, so did Robin Williams, bro. I know. I don't. Understand? No. So yeah. So that I guess I guess that's where um, I kind of want to bring this conversation more so of like I always see these comments like oh you know like it's people that probably haven't talked to these people in months in years they haven't talked to, yet they haven't talked to these people in years they're like yeah. oh if only I knew you felt some way but how would you even know they felt some way if you haven't even spoke to these people yeah, yeah and right. that's why I felt like I I, I haven't reached out to Logan and like. But why would you? Yeah, because he was like living his life, and I was living mine, and like. And how would you know? How 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 does someone know? How does someone know when to reach out to a friend? Like, or how would you know if someone was even feeling a certain way? You that don't they unless they're like, mind. "Hey, I need to be reached out to," it's, which no one does. I'll I'll I came across this some years back, and um, whenever push comes to shove, whenever they get to that point, it's like whenever they cross the line of no return, whenever they've already like made a plan. Chances are, the like what you say 
isn't going to really hold a lot of weight. The only thing that they're going to remember is if they, if, if they make it to a more positive side of that is the fact that you were there. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like it just like, hey man, like it might not seem like I'm here, but like I want to let you know that I am here. Really? Yeah. Like I, I don't have the perfect words. I'm not I, like I'm not a fucking professional, but I want to let you know that like I'll, I'll fucking listen to you. And yep. I'll, you know, that spot on. Do you guys think there's a a personality type that you should look for when when thinking of them like um I think there's no. I think there are signs you should look for. Yeah, but what, what are like, some signs you would say to look for? Well, I mean like um you know, like you see it in jokes all the time, especially like if you want to look at a lot of memes like I do, but like um there's like that there's a clip from an Eminem music video where he's driving like super fucking fast, swerving through a bunch of cars, and at the top it says, "When your boy texts you at two a.m. saying, man, we had a good life, huh?'" You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like not really. I mean, you're desensitized to the idea of dying. Everybody, like, as a person like, who's like, as a like person who's diagnosed like manic depressant and schizophrenic myself, sometimes when you get into those modes, it's even hard to define what's real. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you don't even know what's real, like, what you're even looking at, if it's even valid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw a. You know me. I'm the woo-woo person in this group. Um, I've actually been suicidal most of my adult life, and there was one period of time a few years ago where I was feeling very suicidal, and out of the blue on Instagram, shout out to my friend from high school, Jesse Freeman. We hadn't spoken in years, and out of the blue, he messages me on Instagram saying. Hey, um, you know, I'm glad you're out there. And I think that there's something to be said for if somebody crosses your mind, kind of like when you're thinking about someone and they call you, if someone crosses your mind at all or you see some kind of sign that makes you think of them, like, just let them know, like, thank you for being in my life. Yeah. Hey, yeah. and actually, I have, I, that's what you just said. Something interesting, something interesting about that. Y- y'all know Elizabeth Lakey? Yes. Yes. So, like, so, like, Okay, so we're talking about Logan that killed yeah. himself, and um, well, apparently, like in August, like she, like she posted like the screenshots of her, like in August, having a dream of him doing that, oh, and her wow. like saying like, "Hey, can you check on him? I think I had this really bad dream of him doing this. Like it was just random. There was like a random That's scary dream, and that was like three like, months do, ago, wasn't it? When she's it was in August. That? Yeah, about three yeah, it was in ago. August. Those texts, like, so like, do, you, do what? What are y'all? What are y'all's thoughts on like things like that? Do you think that they're I know, like, I know it's hard for some people to believe in, like, a higher power type of thing or whatever, but do you think that there's something in the world that could, like, trigger the thought of, like, reaching out to somebody that is having that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Why the fuck do you look at me like that, Adam? Because sometimes you you said stuff before. Sometimes you're quite atheist. You said quite atheist. There are certain energies out there, like, religious or not. Yeah, no, that's why I wanted to. I didn't know if they exist. Well, I didn't know if mm-hmm. Tyler had like any energy beliefs. Do you have any like beliefs that like an energy or like a uh, resonance information? Or, or, or no, I just believe uh-huh. in like reading the moment. Especially if you're if you're not around that person, it's impossible for you to read the moment. But you can't have like you know you either think about people or you don't think about people. And the people that you do think about, you tend to want to get in touch with them more, right? Yeah, yeah. So. In my experience, uh, the last time I was suicidal in life, uh, my roommate, uh, Brendan, um, watched me and my wife had this have this super big fight, and I was, like, really manic. I hadn't slept in, like, three days, and, like, all of my schizophrenia and my manic depressant was just, like, going into 100% overclock. And so, while me and her were fighting, he snuck into me and her's bedroom, and he took my 32, and he went outside and broke it. <laughs> Because he knew. Later that evening, he told me, you can't kill yourself if you don't have a suicide gun. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I mean, there are other ways to die. Well, no, no. Like, he knew that that's what the gun was for. I didn't have that gun for home defense. I kept that gun in the top of a closet with one bullet in it. That's not a, home, that's not a gun you keep for home defense. It's a suicide gun. He read the moment. He, 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 he had seen it the signs before. He looked into it. He was like, oh, shit, this guy has a gun with one bullet in it. That's called a suicide gun. And he went out and broke it. Mm. Can't go through with your plan now, can you? No, you can't. Mm. Props to that guy. Yeah. Like, straight up. That took some balls. Like, I'm going to take a gun and fucking break it. In America. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those yeah. yeah. are expensive, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He wasn't. He wasn't worried about repercussions. He wasn't worried about getting his ass kicked. He just went and broke the gun. Yeah. Did that help you? Huh? Did that help you? Well, I mean, I went and put the gun in my head and pulled the trigger, and the gun didn't work. <coughs> See, I, I, I don't know how personal I should get. Should I tell the story? I mean, you uh, know, it's, it's up to you. Everything's up there. Individuals. I mean, that's where I come up with my theory that I take drugs like a champ. <laughs> it's all the different times that I've tried to OD, but apparently I just take drugs like a fucking champion. I, this is going to sound really odd, like, and I'm going to tie this back. When my grandma quit smoking, and I'm not recommending this to anyone, okay? I'm not a legal professional or, like, a medical professional. I'm not saying you should do this. I just don't know if this resonates with anyone. So, when my grandma quit smoking, she kept a pack of cigarettes because she just needed to know that if she wanted them, she could have them. You know, like the forbidden fruit makes it worse. Mm -hmm. And when I was suicidal, I had some legally prescribed oxycodons. And I had a lethal dose, and I saved those things for when I was ready to go because I was very unhappy. And somebody in my life found out about it, and they flushed them down the toilet. And for some reason, that, was, that made me almost more panicky and more upset that I didn't have a way out. It was almost soothing to have that. And now I don't feel that way. Now I see the other side because I've been on medication and I'm much better and I don't feel suicidal anymore. But in that mindset, kind of like uh, Josh was saying, Josh or Abel? Yeah, Josh. A A Josh Abel. Um, <laughs> he was, he was saying like, <laughs> when, you're, when you're in that state of mind, you know, there's nothing anyone can say to pull you out because it's literally a state of mind. And you leave when you're ready or, or when you're healthy or when your medication works. I don't, you know, whatever it is. But um, I don't know. It's, I guess it's however you personally cope. Maybe it's better for some people to have it taken away. Maybe it's better for some people to hear, hey, I'm glad you're there. I don't know. Because you, you know another reason why uh, it, with me in particular, hey, I'm glad you're there, uh, kind of carries no weight with me. Right. Um. You know how many hundreds of people, and that's weird of me to say, but you know how many hundreds of people, quote unquote, think they know me? Hmm. I run into it every fucking day of my miserable fucking life. I go into Walmart and some happy, smiley face motherfucker comes walking up like, that's him. That's the guy. You're that guy, right? Yeah, we all know you, dude. You're that dude from high school that was like so cool and oh, stuff. No, you that was me. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, no, I wasn't that guy. I was I was a manic depressant 17-year-old who was who was slinging back copious amounts of drugs. <clears throat> Enough drugs to make a grown man blush, you know what I mean? I was just choking that shit back. And I literally used to like go it, it was always so um what's the term? Like when you when it was like one thing but you, it's like the other it was so like um paradoxical yeah. i used to literally go around school pointing at people telling them i hated them and then people would be like i love that guy he's so fucking funny <laughs> tyler's so fucking crazy man you literally used to run around that school telling people to their faces that i wish they were dead and they thought it was a joke <laughs> dead <laughs> you're so funny, you're so funny. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Tyler's fucking crazy, man. Well, that kind of opens up a new discussion. It's like, you know, like, it's always the ones where they seem the happiest. Kind of like Robin Williams, you know? Like, yeah, he's like, like the insane of that, that scenario like, now. Like, what? How could Robin Williams do it? And, he was and then you go back and look at the, he was really start paying attention. You never imagined that before he did it. Like, in hindsight, yeah, it's like, oh, he's obviously overcompensating yeah. and using his humor and, and happiness and, <coughs> and, and laughter to hide that shit. But you, you can't, like, pinpoint that but beforehand, the thing, you know? But here's the thing. Everybody uses that argument based off of his interviews from, like, years prior. But they did, but they never took anything... From his recent interviews, yeah. and then if whenever you watched his recent interviews, you could see it in his eyes. He was already gone. Really? Like, yeah. yeah like watch one of his gone. interviews from like right a year right before he died, and like there are several times when it sounds like he's about to choke up while talking. Yeah. Damn. Like, guess I never watched know, that recent like, interview. Like, yeah, like it with J.D. singing. People would say like, "Oh, how could this guy?" And they show like him on Sesame Street. <clears throat> Where he's all like, oh, I don't know, look at me, I'm Pinocchio. Whoop! And he pulls the giant stick out. But like, oh, how could that guy kill himself? And then I'm like, okay. And I play, uh, you can like look up a clip to one of his darker movies. 
like there's that movie photo. where he's the he's a, there's a movie yeah one hour photo and there's yeah. another movie where he's a serial killer and he's got the word sin grilled onto his teeth Damn. and like there's a part in that movie when he's literally talking about like why do we exist in a world like this and he's literally saying that while he's about to murder somebody and he's like crying and it's super emotional and you're like no no that guy that's the guy that killed himself that other guy was an act yeah, yeah like, only shit like, now I want to see that movie from Robin Williams was whenever he did that cameo on Law and Order Special Victims Unit and then, oh like, man now I gotta see that episode that like that's the Robin Williams that killed bum, himself bum bum yeah man, like, that's you ever seen this movie shit. What Dreams May Come yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, bro that goes hard mm. in the paint yeah that movie goes so hard in the fucking paint that was a movie that I went into I was like 18 and I saw on uh my dad used to have all the HBO channels and shit you know just you scroll through movies yeah. and um it said um Jumanji and I was like oh I'm missing Jumanji it's like 10 minutes left of the whole film and then after that is some movie called What Dreams May Come so I scrolled over it and it said Robin Williams and I was like well what and I clicked on Jumanji and it said like we're having a Robin Williams marathon today and so I watched What Dreams May Come and that movie yeah I felt like I went to that movie like okay it's some Robin Williams movie about a guy whose wife died that's a weird you know like okay it's gonna be in a dramatic role this time and then like like fucking uh, fucking Josh just said that movie went so fucking hard in the paint from like minute five from the end of that movie it goes so fucking hard and it almost has no right to there's uh, but to continue on from like what I was saying Robin Williams like he had isolated himself like yeah that's that's the main thing and like and what personally pulled me out was people started getting me involved like and I was like kind of voluntold because they already knew that like I was going to say no I, that that's like a, a cornerstone of, of my personality it's like no I don't I don't want to fucking go I'm I'm, I'm going to stay at the house so they just came to my house and just picked me up knocked on the door and said hey we're, we're here to like pick up JD for the thing and that's like kind of what pulled me out. Like they noticed, hey, you've been gone for too long, man. Was that? And it, it's it's impossible to tell, but I don't know why, because we weren't cool on that level. Like we weren't on that level, but like they just came and just randomly decided, hey, you're a part of our clique. So you do you guys think that 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 maybe like a like a happy like I say happy or maybe like someone who. Who is better off social if they're isolated? Like that's a that's a key moment of someone like driving themselves to suicide. Like isolation. I, uh, my last therapist that I talked to yeah. uh, told me that um, with any type of severe mental disorders, like the ones I have, like the ones people in my family have, like the ones Robin Williams have, like the ones maybe some of your friends have and stuff. Um, the worst thing that can happen is for any type of person like that to become isolated. Because like with like like with me and my wife when we had that fight, I literally couldn't tell what was real and what wasn't real. So when you're isolated and you can't tell what's real and what isn't real, then that's you're just there's nothing that can help you in that moment. Yeah, and, and there's no perspective. There's no med. There's no med. There's no Your wife had a picture with Logan. Yeah, I've seen both of that. Yeah, no, Tamron. Something I know Logan. Something yeah. that kind of came up like me growing up and going through uh, like me I was diagnosed with major depression at the age of 12 like I was going through a bunch of stuff and throughout the the one thing that kind of kind of stood out was whenever people told me like hey like that's a very selfish thing to like do and me my thing was bro once I cross that line I'm not gonna give a fuck <laughs> I'm not and like that's just real like once you get to that point of going yeah I know it sucks and I know these people are going to be hurt, and I know that my action has a consequence. But in about five seconds, whenever I pull this trigger, that's not going to fucking matter because I'm not going to be around to deal with that. Yeah. Like that. That's that's just one of the no-nos that you like. They don't care that it's selfish, or they're not going to care that it's selfish. That's the dangerous point. Whenever they have a plan and they're <coughs> fantasizing about endgame. Well, like, yeah. And it, that's impossible to tell. Brennan like, caught me right in the middle of my plan. When you start reading guys, like uh, existential philosophical guys who say things like, uh, did you know, like I, I, I was reading this guy one time and I brought it up to Brennan and Brennan straight up called me out on it, basically. Because there's a guy whose, whose philosophy is like, you ever heard that suicide is the coward's way out? 
Yeah, you ever heard? Yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, there's a there's a guy who's he wrote like a whole fucking book about how not necessarily a whole book, but he wrote like a whole fucking manifesto about how technically it's the brave way out. So yeah, I mean, when I know. when I found that and I started reading it, and Brendan was like. You know, basically, like, finger in the face, like, no, you stop reading shit like that. Because what you're doing is, is like, he's, you're making a plan. You're, you're, uh, you're, you're, justifying. you're justifying, you're backing Fine. up your own motivations. Yeah. You're saying, like, yeah. oh, I'm taking the brave way out. Everybody else says it's the coward's way out, but it's actually the brave way out. Yeah, you're trying you're to fabricate your own glory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And another thing about whenever he, whenever he was saying like, oh, these people, I know they'll miss me. There are some people who get into the mindset of, yeah, they may miss me for like a month after they bury me. And then as time goes, they are just going to forget. Mm-hmm. It, like, and you'll start rationalizing. Like, I did that. You yeah, start rationalizing yeah, it. Point. Yeah, I, I was sitting in my room going like, well, think about how fast we all forgot grandpa. We put grandpa on the ground. Nobody talks about him fucking 10 yeah. years later. Ain't nobody fucking talked about grandpa. So... And, and that's the scary thing. Yeah, that's super scary because you think things to yourself like uh, Grandpa was way more beloved than the family than I am. Have, have you ever heard of this thing called the call of the void? Yep. Mm-hmm. And some sometimes people will just be dealing with it. And, and like those have a regular day. And like and then all of a sudden the heaviness of like their 10-year fight with depression that they thought they won just comes crashing down on them all in one second and then they just so happen to be drunk yeah. that night and then like that's all it takes yeah. like a perfect hurricane just like forms up for no reason in the gulf and that's all it took and that's what and, and, and how am i as that person's friend supposed to know that yeah no you know? like dude yeah. every time i seen logan he, we laughed and joked and you never know what's going but on I think, in somebody's no, head. No, no, no. Do, do, what, do, do y'all think that... Um, especially especially if one of their coping mechanisms yeah, is things strong. like humor. Yeah, yeah. humor. Yeah. If, one, if one of their coping mechanisms so, is being super social and being yeah. like, oh, I love being around people, that you'll never be able to tell unless you are alone. Won't be able to tell, you witness but them alone. You won't be able to tell it. But do y'all think that now that we've seen these, like, I guess, archetypes... These types of like, do you think humorous people are more likely to commit suicide compared to someone who's had a hard life? Can, can I mm. mention one? More? No, because I've had a hard life and I'm humorous, so fuck you. Well, that's where most humor, <laughs> like, listen to I've listened to any comedian talk about it from a nature. Humor comes from pain. Yeah, yeah. like, I've, what were you saying? See, I think the expectation of having to be this funny guy was it was like a major thing for like a lot of them. It's like, no, whenever yeah. I go out into public, I have to be this guy. But I don't have the energy to be this guy. They said yeah. it in the Chris Farley documentary. He literally said out loud himself, if I'm not being funny, I don't feel like I deserve the things I have. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they get their entire worth from carrying on their shoulders. Yeah. The, like, this party sucks because I suck. Like that. Like, they'll put yeah. way too much unnecessary pressure on themselves. I need to up it to make this party better. And they have nobody around there, like, to tell them, it's like, hey, bro, that was never on you. Like, like I just value your presence. It's kind of like what I was saying earlier. Is like, I don't have to be the coolest, most testosterone-filled motherfucker in the room. I, I could be awkward. And that's, like, just, I don't, there's no pressure. That's why I came out of my house today. Yeah. yeah. I was going to add one more, because these are all good signs. I mean, not good signs. These are all good examples of signs, but there's one that I had a couple of times, and it's really weird. It's called Cotard's Delusion, and it's uh, it's where you feel like you're already dead, or you don't exist. Like, you just, you shouldn't, you don't know what you're doing in a body. You don't know why you're alive, because you know that you're dead. It's very, very strange. So, if people start saying things that you think are kind of like, that's bizarre are you being funny yeah you know just watch out maybe and this is all yeah. we're, and we're talking obviously about you know depressive suicide where there's obviously like weird suicides where like somebody does it because it's funny to them or something what, what? you never heard of that no, what? no i literally I, know, I, I literally know a story of someone killing themselves just because the punchline of a joke no because they they killed themselves because they believe they couldn't die and there so was they, a uh, Russian chick that for her, like, years ago, like in the 80s or some shit, that for her film, like, class project, she could made a suicide video because it was art. See, so there are, like, uh, the, the weird sides of... 
Yeah. Like her, her whole thing wasn't like, oh, I'm tired of living or anything. It was literally just to get the greatest art possible. I have to do this thing, and that's going to kill me. I think I think she got into a I think she did like a whole like exotic expose and then got into a bathtub and slit her wrists. And you know what? You know what the craziest part of that story is? She got an A. <laughs> Yes, better. <laughs> you better. Professor was like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's art. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what if the professor right. was just like B minus? <laughs> yeah, like, what, what the fuck? You gotta give her an A after that. Well, well, Mike Grizzly, you've been listening and stuff. Uh, have you ever been depressed? I have actually, and I still go through it sometimes. What's what's your coping mechanism? You seem like a happy guy. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess. Um, you know how like sometimes like you always feel like you know you're 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 doing the right things you know and you're doing things for your family your kids and your friends and stuff but then at the same time you feel like you're failing but some people don't see that but you know like, like mentally you know I I feel that way most of the time and like you know like I remember one day when I when I whenever my ex-wife left me you know like I pretty much just went and got a whole bottle of liquor Chugged the whole motherfucker. I didn't even care if it stung or, I mean, like, burnt or anything. I just tried to drink myself away and everything because I felt like it wasn't me, you know, that caused all this and everything like that, you know. And then, but, like, at the same time, you know, like, something woke me up, like, you know, like, maybe I need to better up myself, you know, like, you know, because I know the kids, they see me that, that I'm a good dad, but... It's that ten- like, like I said, at the same time, you feel like you're, you're failing, you know what I mean? Like, What would you say about your support system at that time? Would you say you had a pretty good support system? Hmm? But like, whenever you were uh, going through all that, did you have a good support system? Did you have, like, members of your family? Oh, family? yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But my problem was, you know, like I said, like, I I mostly try not to get out. Like, you know, like anybody would say, like, I, I try not to get out and stuff and let out my feelings to everybody, but deep down I know I have some closest friends and like family. They know I go through it because they know me my whole life yeah. and everything, but I just try to hide it out. You see, I think that's like a major difference is like, yeah. is like people that live by themselves, like with mm-hmm. anybody mm-hmm. else in the house and everything. Like, right. Like I, I can be a certain way here, but whenever it comes down to those two like thoughts and I'm sitting in my house by myself, who's there to to, to tell the difference yeah. between yeah. between what's my dark side and what's my light side. Right, yeah. right, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Holy shit! And that's why I smoke copious amounts of weed. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> so I guess I guess do y'all do I think the summary of this is that um, man, I think everybody. I think, you know, obviously, this is going to be an obvious statement I'm about to say. I don't want to be see like, like I'm breaking a fucking science experiment. But no, but... Uh, in ev- conclusion... In conclusion... Mm-hmm. Everybody is depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think everybody is depressed. And that might mean Every, something everybody, about society. Everybody, um... I Mr. Meek Seeks existence is <laughs> Everybody works through their depression in different ways. Yeah. Uh, everybody everyone. works and that's depressing. Yeah. Yeah, that. <laughs> um, yeah. And then there's just some people who who just they I guess, you know, in that in that time, in, in, in their time frame, they didn't have what he said, the support system. They didn't for some reason mm-hmm. for some reason communication was lost to the point where just nobody was around to make some this person feel like they were needed anymore. Yeah, which like, dude, exactly, there's like yeah. a whole list of yeah. people that exactly would have. Yeah, you know, even, half the even there's a whole. Like, you half of but that, that, like you camps. said, like everyone, like at some point, like, there's always these periods of time where people they say, well, well, yeah, well, you know, now I've got my own life, or for you know, however long, but mm-hmm. maybe that it was that time, maybe just it was just enough people. That like said, well, we have our own lives right now, mm-hmm. and there was just nobody for some people. Sometimes there's just nobody for somebody. And, yeah, and, uh, yeah, I've been there. That's why I'm going through that's why, dude, When I moved to Louisiana, I like yeah. I didn't know anybody. I didn't have anybody, and uh, that, that's why I came back to Texas, and it was fucking horrible and shit. Me too. I was absolutely alone. I mean, my I had my mom, but she's not somebody that is easy to talk to all the time about all things. 
I felt extremely alone and that was times when I would call what's called a warm line. So we've all heard of the mm -hmm. suicide hotline. That's for if you're in crisis and they might send police to your door and that's a fun experience, right? Um, they have what are called warm lines. You can look this up on Google mm -hmm. and a kind anonymous stranger will talk to you about whatever you want to talk to you about for 20 minutes or yeah. longer so mm -hmm. you know when you get on there ask what's my time limit so you're prepared but uh please yes. check it out like you don't have to sit there alone tonight i wish i remembered which uh there's like a suicide hotline that sponsors us every christmas i don't know i can't remember which one it is don't kill yourself on christmas well <laughs> we'll talk about it next week I guess so. Christmas! No one kills themselves on Christmas. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for near-death experiences because uh, they help me prepare for the inevitable. So that uh, it sounds trippy. It sounds it sounds interesting, life. and it it helps. You know what? It helps me not worry about the people who've passed on. It's like. I guess in a in a in a second conclusion. <laughs> Same. Sorry. Uh, um. We. Uh, it's it's. It's cool to have you guys. I guess is basically it come, yeah, to come to come to come to come back we're, we're to friends. come back full so circle. Happy. Yeah, they were okay. This episode. Uh, Hell yeah! It's cool to have you guys. There was, I mean, there was a period of time where like everything fell apart and we didn't talk to each other and we weren't really connected well. Just had the yeah, time to reach out, out and find our way it's, back. It's important, and, and I I think it's great that we've found our way back, even if it's to record us beating the shit out of each other. Amen. <laughs> but that's if anybody wants to know what. The first interaction between me and Adam was I was sitting by myself minding my own fucking business. Did I hump you? Yes. You just came and started fucking dry humping like fucking viciously. Well, first of all, for no reason. No. First of all, it wasn't real dry humping. It was a it was a uh, master lock dry humping. Okay. <laughs> my bad. I was Much more erotic. <laughs> my uncle taught me that. And I brought it to school and showed people. Oh, dude. So my uncle, you good my, case, my uncle, <laughs> my, my uncle dry humped me, and in retaliation, I dry humped you. Did you like it? We're friends, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's just your opinion, <laughs> and that's fine. Because all we have here are <laughs> opinions, opinions and, and beer. beer. We are a million.